1: Hey, it's Emery, and welcome to another episode of The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Now, I'm sure we've all heard the sayings "Success breeds success, And what about the other one? The company we keep, the people we hang around with will impact us. These are both something that I truly believe I've experienced and I continue to experience which is why I'm so mindful, it's why I'm so careful about the company I keep, where my attention goes because I know that what I uh, feed my mind, what I consistently allow myself to consume along with the people that I hang out with will impact me one way or another. And let's face it, that's why there are certain communities that we gravitate towards. That's why there's certain podcasts that we listen to. We resonate with what they're sharing, what the people are sharing, the storytelling. We gravitate even towards certain mentors, don't we? We want to learn everything that we can from them because we want to achieve what they've been able able to achieve and the knowledge the experience the insights that they share we want to learn all of that so we get inside their coaching programs we subscribe to their podcasts we get the support their support which we know is so important So today's episode is doing just that. We're going to hear from Kashmira Modi some of the changes that she made in her business and the impact and the results that she's been able to experience, which is why I've also called the title of this podcast episode, A Success Story to Model. Now, if we have a look at Kashmira's story, some of the things that she's going to share today is that previously in her business, she was hustling, these are her words, hustling 80% of her working hours. She was marketing, putting out content, doing all of the things and everything else was 20%. But today she's now hustling, her words, 10% of the time and she's spending 90% creating value and serving clients. Isn't that what we want as coaches and consultants? We want to spend more time working with clients, coaching, consulting, sharing our expertise, not having to get way down in all of the things that we need to do around marketing and all of those things that we're told that we need to do now not only is Kashmira experiencing that she's getting more what she calls bulk projects so not just one or two short-term projects but six months programs along with higher level clients higher level projects and opportunities so in her words she's no longer feeling depleted and exhausted trying to get clients Don't we all want to experience that as coaches and consultants? How did she achieve this? Well, she shares more in today's show. Now, full transparency, Kashmira is one of my wonderful clients who has gone through one of my programs called The Core Business Foundation Programs. So if something that Kashmira shares today, in today's episode, resonates with you, you'd love to be able to experience some of the things that she's now able to experience, then I invite you to check out The Core Business Foundation Program. I'll provide links in the resources in the show notes. The link to go and visit is industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash core business foundations. So, without any further ado, let's hear from Kashmira some of the changes that she's made in her business and the impact that it's made on her business and the impact she continues to have in the lives of her clients so you can start to make those changes too. Here's a success story we want to model. Take it away, Kashmira. So welcome, Kashmira. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. I know that you have been through the Core Business Foundations program and I really wanted to get your feedback of your experience and uh, how you found the program. So firstly, share for everyone today who you are and what your business is. Yes.
2: So, Marie, first of all, thank you for asking me because Oh my gosh, I, I want to shout it from the rooftop. So when you called and said, it's like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do this. Um, I'm Kashmira Modi and I'm an um, India based transformation coach. And in plain English, what I do is I support individuals and businesses to be able to find success and significance while staying aligned to their value and vision.
1: I love that.
2: That's the intro, but I have to say to you that this entire, you know, this entire introduction was also an outcome of that program I did with you. Uh-huh. So we miss if I didn't say it straight off the bat, you know, because it just flows now. And I've had so many clients saying, it's really interesting that wherever we read about you, LinkedIn, Facebook, your videos, you're saying the same thing like there's no gap and I, you know, before I did the program with you, Anne-Marie, I'm getting right into this, but I'm gonna say it, that it, um I, I would have thought, oh, that's so boring, but that's not really. I think it, the reiteration actually builds brand. Yes. So that was, you know, yeah.
1: So, and, you know, I'm glad you said that because one of the questions, and I will ask you this in a moment, you know, what was your business like before? Because so often when we go through a growth stage, when we revisit where we've come from, we realize how significant some of the simple changes. And I know that you've made some significant changes, but some of the simple things that you think, putting a consistent message across different platforms can be so significant in that someone commented today to me that said I've recommended someone that connect with you because in one particular profile when I asked her a question actually that was the question when I asked her a question about what she did and how she was in her business she said yeah all of that's covered but then when I had a look around the socials there was nothing there to showcase where she was so business building your reputation is really so important and sometimes it's the simplest of things that can make so much of the impact isn't it so take us back and I know it was around the time that we met was when things started to be turned down or turned off travel was started to be cancelled so take us back to what was happening then
2: okay so I did the program with you August of 2020 and it's interesting because our world in india stopped on the 24th of march 2020 when um, india announced a comprehensive and total lockdown and so in august things were just i mean we were just beginning to be able to go out and have you know like exercise walks so unlike other countries because of the population we weren't allowed to leave our house at all not even to exercise and you know um, grocery shopping was limited to about 50 meters so the reason I'm giving you this background is you can imagine the mindset right so apart you know the first month was like oh yeah vacation but then you know one starts to like I started to think oh my gosh I mean this is going to go on this is not going to end like in three minutes and what am I going to do and I had been coaching online so it wasn't so much meeting clients on face what the clients needed and because now suddenly everybody was online and the noise was so high how do you then stand out and you know um, show yourself out so my mind was I need to use this time to really validate to myself that what I'm offering is still relevant to my clients and who is my client then so, you know, and then, I mean, very surrender, you know, surrender pity is a beautiful thing. I I met, um, I heard about you. Actually, I thought maybe I should do a podcast. This is my thought. That then I'd be able to directly talk to people rather than putting stuff up randomly. This is my thought. And I reached out to you and you, um, you know, spoke to me about this core program and I thought, Yes. Uh, I had a yes in my heart immediately on two. One is it had been so long and Anne-Marie, you will know this because you work with coaches. Being a coach is a lonely business because the only people you're working with are your clients, mm. right? You're not really don't have so much peer review. So I thought it would be nice to have be coached as well as have a peer review, like see what other coaches are doing. Who, who, who else is up to what in different parts of the world? and so that's what i'm thinking i sign up and i have to say i was extremely lucky that you were doing kind of a beta version of the first you know like a uh, yeah so i would it was able i was able to come in and afford it at that time i mean you're talking already six months of living off my savings because you know i hadn't had any any coaching for those first five or six months of lockdown and uh <clears throat> that's where i am at i come in to this program and the only thing I was clear was, I need to really know if I'm still relevant and two, that I really need to spend some time learning to receive. Now this is this was what I'm doing as I walk in and I have to tell you what I actually received um, I mean talk about not you know like talk about opening the door. it was like floodgates, huh,
1: and sometimes so, it's like you don't know what you don't know till you start, and all of a sudden you all of these golden nuggets, and I know you're going to talk a little bit about that in the in a moment because I, and I think when you were when we were first talking, you were saying that your business also involved you travelling to Australia quite regularly through the year holding events and things like that and of course that was being challenged when all of the lockdowns in Australia locked down as well so and my- it's not
2: just Australia right like every place that I coach Anne-Marie I go to the client side because the client cannot fly 10 people to me so you know you typically I will um, coach um, the you know the person in charge and the top 10 reportees now those people are not going to all come on a plane so I have to come to them all of that stopped and all of those leaders were very busy in crisis management that they had their own very big problems so suddenly they didn't have space for coaching till much later in the pandemic where then the coaching really kicked up but in the first few months they were just firefighting uh-huh. a lot of them had no digital processes I mean they had their own problems so uh yes you're right I mean about that time, I had a complete halt because all my existing revenue, high-paying revenue, the corporate clients, the the overseas clients, they were, it, till something changed, in our near visibility, it was, it was stopped. And I have to tell you, in August of 2020, it felt like it stopped forever. It didn't really, at least in India, it didn't feel like things will come back ever to normal. You know, it really felt like oh my gosh, we've just stepped into a brand new world.
1: Yes, no uh, one has ever experienced anything like that before in the significant scale that it was. It was really something I think that took everyone by surprise and uh, required some really serious uh, soul-searching and you know a stock taking I guess because of the the mental impact I think because you know when people are thrust in situations like that and then so what what I really honor in you is that you know you did say I'm going to invest in myself because often in those times what we do is we go kind of into that um, shock mode a bit of panic and we, we we kind of retract don't we but you decided I'm going to set the intention, I'm going to learn, I'm going to develop. And as you said, there were a lot of things that you didn't even realise that you would learn that has been quite a significant impact for you. So what were some of the ahas? Take us back to that as you were going through the programme. What were some of the ahas you had? Uh,
2: you know, because I, I want I, I want to just talk to this investment piece, yeah. Anne-Marie. As you know, <clears throat> I operate out of India and because of um, the way... Uh, the quality of life is, and the cost of living is, the ability to charge clients is, um, is different than it would be in the West, right? And the same thing that if for those who hire a coach in India can get the benefit over a lower fee because my cost of living is lower i pay lower rent i pay lower everything i have lower insurance rates so i can operate at world-class levels and still so it's not really like a outsourcing model it's just a quality a cost of living difference right so the same thing happens in the reverse direction when a lot of people want to invest in courses right i mean people are thinking of Uh, courses on YouTube and Udemy oh everything is you know free and you know we can just search on YouTube I tell you and I want to say this to anybody who would listen to this it's such a big difference see the first thing is when you make an investment it stops being casual it becomes a commitment right I mean you're not dating anymore you are making a commitment now so this is the first thing and the second thing is that when you are in a paid program a coach or the person who's facilitating it has designed it in a specific way that is different than the resources that that person would offer for free. Like, let's take you, you have so much information and resources available at no cost. But the growth, the coaching, the, you know, Kashmira, you need this, your ability to inspect and correct can only happen in a paid program. So, you know, you're really, so that is not the same. It's not the same thing. Right, and and I think that that I think people really need to pay attention to because when you do the cost, and I did a little bit of homework on this, Anne Marie, the ROI analysis, right? Like it really works out to not in India, I'm not talking about work, not eating out once a week for me. Mm-hmm. Like in the course of the program, that was the difference. Yeah. But you know, we look at a number and think, ah, oh. but, and we we we're still. I mean, dollars are leaking out of our pocket all the time. So it's just a matter of priority.
1: Yeah, right. And you don't think of the cost of not investing in ourselves because it may take us a lot longer to get to the outcome that we're looking for we may never get there because we don't know the things that we don't know and it, we could leave significant money on the table I mean I've done that myself and I whenever I have stepped forward and invested in myself through investing in expertise and a mentor and a coach and a trainer I've always it is always paid off in dividends mindset Practical knowledge and being able to make better decisions in the business. So I love how you've said that. I think that's so important, and it's a difference, isn't it? It's a different mindset and intention and how you show up.
2: Yes, and it's really, really uh, worth investigating. It. I mean, I will go out on a limb and say that for those of us who are in the coaching industry, because we are spending so much time supporting others, to take a break periodically validate and also receive it, it it just nourishes you back you know it's like I always say to people you can't withdraw money out of an ATM where there is no cash mm-hmm. you know you if you're depleting and you're not bringing it back in at one point is going to you know is you're going to stop being able to withdraw so I think this is really key and I think coaches are very very negligent about feeding themselves um, and this this really takes it to the next level. And you said that you know um, you said that you might take longer. My own experience, not only you for sure this program, but several times I think I would have never arrived at that insight. Not that I would have figured some other way out. I would still have had clients, but that insight or those connections of DOS that I did in this program would have never shown up in my life. That's that's just the truth and um and i think that once you're clear that there is something that's missing in your uh business i think it's really important to go out and do it the right way or the or the more complete way then you know picking up a seminar year you know like what we call what I call the buffet system of learning yes. because you know you grab a bit of this and bit of that and I don't think it works
1: yeah right? it's almost like drive-by education isn't it you can't do that you really need to immerse have a beginning have a middle have an end and that support in there to see you through because I remember one of the things that um, you shared with us as we were going through the program the one of the huge ahas was when you had a look at your business program pathway, you realized there was quite a gap in your ideal client's journey in working with you. And that, as you could see, was a significant amount of, well, support, but also dollars for your business, because share Absolutely. a little bit about that insight.
2: Yeah. So, um, and you asked this, and I'm sorry, I got off on a tangent about the aha moment. So, yesterday in preparation for this, I actually went through the coursework Right, and what I think is if my biggest aha was this program started with lucrative niche, right? And then it le and and then really what it answers is, and when you do that, and then there are so many more modules, and I want to talk about it if we have time and Marie, but the biggest aha there is that when you talk about finding out your lucrative niche which means what can you offer that can create most value for your client and then can also deliver the most revenue to you you also one you identify your client so then you know that if somebody is not responding that's you already know that's not your demographic that's not your client whose pain point you are directly addressing the bigger aha there the biggest aha there though it This process you walked us through, Anne-Marie, really validated for me my own value and vision that I want to share. You on, because in the end, what we offer out is an extension of who we are. And if that is not a match, which means inside I'm something, but then I'm offering something. So there are two, three places that misalignment can happen, right? Because it's first that I know who I am and you know what I want to share. Two, that that's matched with what I'm offering. Three, the messaging is what the offering is. And the fourth is reaching the person who whose pain point that addresses. So, you know, there are so many. And this entire pipeline, I say to you, I mean, I think that I mean, I think I'm fairly intelligent. I could have randomly picked up stuff, but this construction of a non-leaky pipeline—oh my yes. gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my God. And this single pipeline is worth the whole program, and that's just the—that was just module one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, know
1: what I love about <laughs> what you're saying here is a number of things, and I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing that. And you know, everybody, and even I—I I think you, Kashmir to go back and interview some of your clients, they will reflect back golden nuggets in the work that you've done that you didn't even realize. So this entire process is something that I recommend all coaches model and do for their business. However, one of the things that I have found so many of us coaches, and, and I resonate with everything that you have said, because I was a coach and I wish someone had have said to me, here's this core business foundations, go through that, because I would have saved myself a lot of time Time, money, and, and heartache and frustration. However, some of the things that I often hear from coaches is that the reason that they do feel stuck is that they don't have the confidence or the clarity to really share their message because there's always a little bit of doubt. There's always, well, what if, what if someone criticizes me or I don't feel good enough? But the process that you've just described. You're unpacking and revealing everything that was happened to you that you know that you've learned. So, you cannot, no one can challenge you because it is you. So, there's a level of inner confidence that continues to grow as you validate I'm enough. My client, my ideal clients will love my work because every moment, every challenge, every thing that I've learned has brought me to this time and place that I can be of utmost support to my client
2: yeah yes yes and I'll say this again and again coming out of this um and you know um and you know me and I've done this for 17 years for me it wasn't so much um a confidence gap as much as an intuitive realization that my client had changed Mm. and the world that i needed to coach into had silently changed and covid amplified it actually it had already changed number one the generation changed right so literally felt like everybody had started coaching 17 years ago were either now entrepreneurs i had quit corporate or retired mm. so it had suddenly brought into leadership a whole new generation you know when you coach 17 years in 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 a you know, in a space, there is a whole massive change. And this new group of people, their challenges, their pain points are, and their mindset mm-hmm. of what they want to accomplish with their career is completely different. Yes. And so while staying true to my own value and vision, I need to find a way to address that. Mm-hmm. Now, these are two things, right? Because if I just said, okay, this is what they need and I need to do this, It might not honor myself. And this program actually gives you both ends of that. So, you know, you're starting the inquiry from how you operate, me, the, you know, me, the coach operates and then building your business inside out, Mm -hmm. right? So when we talk about brand archetypes, I cannot tell you how many times I go back and look at that because not only does it give you it gives you the vocabulary. Uh, so, you know, I see now that I s- effortlessly prefer some words because I now know that those, those are part of my archetypes, you know, like, and that, it seems immediately resonate with my ideal client mm-hmm. because, it, so just such a small thing. So, you know, you could use the word pride or you could use the word excellence. Or you could use the word, you know, something else. But depending on who you are, some words just fit. Yes. And knowing that, being given that amazing tool, it just, you know, so whenever I write copy, I, I just, I can look at my archetype. I can see the top 10 nouns I need to go. And then copywriting becomes so much, it, it becomes effortless and it becomes consistent. Yes. So you're not going to see one set of words here, one set of words there, no. It's gonna be, you know, the same description everywhere. Yeah. So the brand archetypes, and then when we went into creating the program pathway, and I mean, I have said this to you again and again, Anne-Marie, and I, once in about three or four months, I flashed the program pathway, and you wouldn't believe it, I did this like two weeks ago. I got so many calls saying, oh, what do you do in this pillow? Mm. And I'll tell you what has happened. I, I I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, Anne-Maria, but when I came and today I spent, when I came, I was hustling for 80% of my working hours. Mm -hmm. Hustling means marketing, putting it out, and everything else was 20%. Today, I am hustling for 10% time, and I'm spending 90% creating value, serving clients, and quantity of business, is exactly the same if and I would say more because I'm now getting much more many more bulk projects I'm yes. not getting you know onesies and twosies I'm like people are calling me and say can you do this program for us mm. right like can you do a, a, a six-month program can you do a six week and you as are you were attracting the higher
1: level higher level clients and projects and opportunities
2: Absolutely. And so much resonance value wise. So I come away not feeling depl- depleted and exhausted.
1: Do you meet coaches who say, oh, I'm exhausted? I'm not exhausted anymore. Yeah. I love that you've just completely switched not only the business program pathway, obviously the the content you're putting out is so on brand, you're really positioning yourself as this influential trusted authority in your industry. You already were, however, what you said previously, it would be 80% of hustling of marketing so that every client and we hear that all the time every single client by the time I get a client I'm already exhausted because of the work it took me to enroll that client and then you've got the delivery but what you've done is you've completely switched the marketing model the conversations and now they're coming to you and you're spending more time and freedom which was what we want isn't it I want to spend time as a coach and as a consultant working with clients not just all of the marketing. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And you know, um, Emory, and I'll say this, and, and I, I really thought about this, and I thought, what are the three pieces that I would have to say? The first thing I would say is that this program gave me the confidence to drop that hustle. Mm. Look, it takes, because there's an anxiety that, look, I'll stop showing up five times on LinkedIn making videos, and suddenly nobody's going to call me. Mm. So this program, and, and I, I attribute it because between that point and now I've done nothing else except, um, except this program with you in terms of acquiring new information and new tools, right? Um, and so um, the first thing I'll say is it gives you, this program gives you the confidence to know what level of hustle you need to do, mm-hmm. Right you don't need to like of course, if somebody re- you know if Oprah Winfrey calls me, I'm going there, baby, but mm-hmm. you know in the meantime uh, I don't need to chase every person at that same volume, which is what I was doing. I had no differentiation right now my my messaging and my my the way i set I've set it up uh, that filters out, so by the time the action somebody reaches me then we need to have an honest conversation, which leads to closure. So that's the first point. Second, this program is work because you have to show up to this. And only this works when you show up Right? Because you are there and you're, you're amazing and you have this program and you have the space. And you, it's amazing how much one on one space I got with you. You know, you think it's a group program, but I never felt that. There was a, I always got personal feedback on everything I created it, within the coaching space. So it's really, it really never felt to me as a group program, except that I got to see other very accomplished peers, which is also inspirational right so the second thing is you've got to do the work so if you're doing a program like this allocate time say to yourself every day i'm going to block 90 minutes an hour and i'm going to really commit to this and then the third thing and this is really really important is that you you can't stop till you've had that program pathway done and the digital asset done You need to do it and implement it yes and bring it out of the door because you know it's not so much for any kind of you know performance metric is because i think in your brain manory there is something in that completes that so you know you've created that intention and put it out of the universe so for you to be able to attract the results of it you need to complete the whole work yes right because I saw a lot of people like at program pathway they're like oh yeah I'm working on my digital asset no 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 finish it all because then then the switch around happens you know and I and 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 one more one other thing is declare it I declared it when I finished the program I got on social media and declared it that this is now how I'm going to do business and I would like to tell you my community my clients my stakeholders this is what's going to happen here
1: yes right so
2: That I think when you declare it into the universe, Mm -hmm. and that can be done on the back of the work.
1: Yeah, it sure can. And, you know, one of the things that I remember when you were going through the program is exactly what you have just said you committed you showed up to every call, you asked questions within the group, you shared things, you asked for feedback. And what I I know, I believe that I remember correctly when I say this, is that you'd even gone through as you were just trialing out the new introduction, you know, as you went through and shaped your message to various networking groups that you had already been a member of. So they had heard some of your introductions previously, but something clicked. Wasn't it that someone said to you, now I've heard." you say things before but now you've really got my attention or something like that can you remember that's
2: exactly right I was part I I was part of several online networking groups during lockdown and um, this one group that I was we we had a chapter in India and they're like week over week what and you know I would go every week and I would trial out what was coming out of the program and there was a moment where it was like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. you just switched on and I knew that that was the right one. So, you know, before I found success and significance, I thought, well, you know, abundance and meaning. I I played with this a lot. And then it was really success and significance. I thought, okay, significance is too complex. And then I thought, no, that's what lands. That was lands as it comes out of my mouth. And and then it just, and people know it. And if those who don't know it, in India, especially where English is not the first language, people ask, and that's a great conversation starter. Because I have clients who say, "What does this mean?" Okay, game on. Let's talk about it. And when you
1: share it with them, they go, "Ah, isn't it?" They connect with it. Absolutely resonate with that. Yeah. 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 You know, one of the things that um, I think that is can persistently come out in one of the the things that you've just said. I mean, there are modules and what you may not have realized that these modules are in a sequence. I, I say that all of these particular modules and there's five core modules in the Core Business Foundations, each of them are individually important, but together, collectively, they're crucial. And the reason we started with lucrative niche if you don't understand your ideal client and your offering, your brand, your message, the program you put together, none of that works. So that's yes. why you said unless you finish the work, you do it. And it you it, it becomes this living, breathing document. Unless you do that, the next module, the next piece that you put in, the next foundation that you lay is not going to work. And that's what you did consistently. You built it out, you measured it, you tweaked it, then you did the next thing. And I think that's why when you finished and you started to reveal things online and with your community and networking, people started to recognise the difference and started to inquire. I think we need to talk. Yeah. Yes.
2: I, I I you know I you say that it all builds on one another. I also think that there's a lot of care that's been taken not only in sequencing, but in loading the program. Mm-hmm. So the amount of you know, like the load or the amount of work you have to do kind of you know is begins to peak mm-hmm. as you come into the program. So it's also very beautiful because it starts with an inquiry. It starts with almost like assessment and audits of what you're doing right now. By the time you come to the core of the program, you've really peaked in terms of intensity of discovery and growth. And then it's kind of like a a ride, you know, like a roller coaster ride. Then it becomes a smooth thing. Then it starts to flow. Uh, You know, the whole program was the platforms you have in place, the technology. You made everything very generously available so it wasn't, you know, like you turned off something or turned on something. It was just all available. Uh, I think it's really key to get that as a coach, it is a relief that somebody else is doing the designing for once. Mm-hmm. Somebody else who's has figured all this out and you just got to show up and participate, mm-hmm. right? Because normally we would be the ones thinking, okay, how can I move my client to this and this and this? And so in another way, Anne-Marie, um, this program also gives you a lot of um, tips on how you yourself can show up for your clients. So, you know, there's also modeling of how your programs can look, apart from the fact that you gave us so many templates, so many examples that we could just copy or model on. So, you know, if somebody's just starting from scratch, it's like, as everybody knows, it's easier to edit than create. Mm. So when you look at something beautifully made, then you can, you know, your creative juices start flowing. And this idea that the way you actually do the program is also a modeling for, and I don't think it's just coaches. I think whoever your business, you could have like a, a real estate business and this would help you. Mm-hmm. I think you could have really, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of which business would not benefit from this. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is such um. I said this to you when we did the program, Anne-Marie, and I say this, this should be part of some um, entrepreneur, uh, you know, toolkits or yes. MBA colleges that, you know, because this is just complete. I think it would not work for regular students because they wouldn't have a business to play against. Yes. But I think if you had a business that you were, I mean, even if it's a voluntary work, if I was running a non profit, I think this would work.
1: Yeah, I, because the... the- that's right. If you're offering, if you're offering expertise, a product, or a combination of those things, yeah. the pillars and the foundations that we put in place are going to be relevant. You tweak it to suit your industry, of course, um, but I think any industry. And that's one of the things that I'll often do too. And I think you you have said this too, uh, Kashmira, as that often you will go and have a look at the different models and the different ways that other industries are doing things and then you say, how can I adopt that? How can I adapt it and then adopt Absolutely. it in what I'm doing? And that just takes everything to another level, doesn't it? Of the Absolutely. offering, the experience.
2: Absolutely. And you know, I I think it's really important for people to understand the difference between being inspired and plagiarizing, right? When you look at something that's excellent, that triggers something for you, and then you can shape whatever comes up for you. So it's not so much, oh, let me just take this and, you know, plonk it in. It's more about, oh, you know, wow. Like, you know, when when, I don't know if you remember this, when you showed us how, you know, when you, um, like, five principles, or instead of making a random post, sharing some motivational stuff on LinkedIn five times a week, imagine if once a week you came up with uh, the, you know, like I'm transformation. So five principles of transformation, creating the content and how you do that. That was such a game changer because now I have this one, uh, one post. i created one asset about meaningful conversations and um, I, if I remember correctly, there were like six aspects or five aspects. And I tell you, I think it must have been five because I remember the conversation about odd numbers. And that one post, I mean, it's so rich that I can change the narrative and post it every few months. And every so what came with you was creating content, not just for programs, but even for, for social media that generates client conversation
1: not you know oh wonderful post thumbs up but oh how can we that's right and that's how you've been able to stop the the hustle and and that because you're really setting intention and and what I love about that is I often will say to people less is more but the less is intentional it has the thought leadership quality about it so people will go out and seek posts oh what's Kashmira posted i know it's going to be a value i know it's going to be thought provoking and i know it's going to be transformational because that's very much what uh you do so so what would you say to someone who may still be on the fence they're still not sure that they still may be thinking yeah i can probably do this and figure it out on my own what would you say do you know look there are two or three things i'll say the number one
2: thing i'll say is um you know, I have proof. So like, there are some people who need um, to see proof, you know, and like, here is proof. I mean, you and I never knew each other till we met in the program, right? I mean, so it wasn't like I already knew your work or whatever. And this is proof that it happened to me over the last 18 months. So uh, here, here is that. The second thing is, I think that the people who are sitting on fence from my own experience, Anne-Marie, and it might resonate with you, are sitting on the fence for one of two primary reasons. One is, I'm not sure I should spend this money right now, or I'm not sure I'll be able to give it time. Right? And I am suggesting that both of those questions, actually the incorrect questions to ask yourself, the, the question really to ask yourself is, can your business afford you to not do this growth piece, right? Like can you afford in this time and age not to move, to take this very, very precious opportunity to bring your business to the next level and free you up of time and energy, right? Because in the net net, you really freed up time and energy which is the primary limited resource of our time right so the real question to ask yourself if you're sitting on the call is that can you afford not to yeah and then the third thing and i i'll say this i've always said this to you if for those who see this and want to reach out to me for more information and marie you know how to reach me they're welcome to email me and i'm happy to share like the assets i developed more details you know i i think that there is great comfort in knowing that somebody who's on the same path with you has benefited from something right like and, and and this is not like oh this restaurant is good or whatever it's really a little bit more deeper that could someone like me benefit you know this is my value system so for those whose value systems resonate will know when they watch this video you know connect with me i'm happy to share the very tangible the tangible outcome of this program i have about I mean, yesterday, because I was preparing for this, I counted. I created 52, 52 discrete assets in this program, mm. right? And they're all there. And I use them again and again and again. I don't need to reinvent it. Yes. It's just, it's there, you know? And I could do more follow-ups, but these don't need to be tweaked for a while.
1: Mm. So and that is, is so good as you're continuing to grow business because... If you had to start all of those things from scratch and you didn't have clarity and your message wasn't as clear as as obviously yours now is, that's when you really can't build momentum but you've built the momentum you need and now you just continue to do that over and over and you spend, I think you said now, 80 to 90% of working with clients and 10% doing the marketing piece because clients and, and opportunities are coming to your door, higher level opportunities.
2: Anne-Marie, I have to say, sometimes I think, oh my gosh, like, is this just luck? Like, this can't be true, right? Like, it's like, oh, she said it, but it can't be true. And I have to say, like, I just want to put this out. I mean, I'm going to declare it here. My intention is to come back to a program with you this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, and, and, and I'm I'm already allocating the time on my calendar, and I'm just already speaking to my partner are putting the monies together, because I think, It's time, it's been two years and I want to now take it up to the next level. So, you know, this also, it's only when you come up that one step that more things become visible, right? If I'm standing on the ground and then I'm on the second floor, I feel like now I'm a little bit higher and now I can aspire to now even, you know, grow and and not stop here. So I have to say, I'm not not done yet.
1: Oh, that's right. And that's the thing with growth, isn't it? And, And as coaches, we continue to grow and expand. And that continues to flow on to the, to our community, to clients, obviously, but also community as a whole, because it shows in the confidence, so in the community and our confidence and the confidence we empower others to, to have. And that's one of the things that I love about working with change makers such as yourself is that we know that together we certainly are better because every conversation, every podcast, every article, every post that we share continues to be the change in the world and 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 really continue to inspire change
2: absolutely and you know it is it's not remiss and may to say that for those of us who truly feel that we are we run a business we create value we we ask for you know compensation for that value at the bottom of it or at the foundation of it all it is in service and when you want to, I mean, would you not want to offer, when you think of it, if you're really feeling this this feeling of service, don't you want to bring the best, the freshest, the newest, the highest quality, right? I mean, um, you know, when you offer something and it comes out of that space of service, it then cannot be substandard. It cannot be less than the best that I can be. I'm not in comparison. I'm just challenging my own self to show up and 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 offer my best self to this world
1: yeah I love that and, 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 yeah. oh, brilliant and so for people who are watching some of them may actually be your ideal clients too Kashmira so how can they connect with you what's the best way for them to find out more? I think the best
2: that? way is to send me an email on LinkedIn I'm, I'm Kashmira Modi transformation coach and um And then we begin the conversation.
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey. I just love your work. Um, You really are an incredible um, and gifted coach and consultant who really is making so much of an impact with your expertise and the message. So continue to, yeah, impact with your message.
2: Thank you, Anne-Marie. And I want to say thank you because uh, for me, you are exceptional because you model excellence and the the value, the intention, the quality of being, you know, and of course, as all Aussies, no BS, you get it straight. So, you know, like these, I mean, you know, I'm the president of your fan club. So unapologetically, I mean, um, blessed will be the person who signs up to work with you. I really feel this, you know, and and, and, um, I, I genuinely on behalf of you invite people to give it be curious find out more because this will be a game changer
0: this podcast is brought to you by the influence want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.